Buckle up! This podcast is going to be all about the journey. Hi, I'm Clara, your host of Talk Journey to Me podcast. I'm so glad you're here. This podcast really stemmed from the thought that everyone comes from a different background and how they have handled their highs and lows of life. Join us as we dive deeper into my guest story. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Journey to Me. On this episode, I have the wonderful, lovely, amazing, how many other words can I use, West Coaster, it used to not be West Coaster, Jacqueline, and I'm so excited she's here. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) We'll just sing the whole interview. Oh, yeah. We're not doing that. (laughs) Um, No one wants to hear my voice, but Jacqueline has a beautiful voice. Um, so for any of my listeners who don't know who you are and what you do, can you give us some, some juicy deets? Yes. I will give you the, the brief overview of who the heck I am. Um, so like you said, my name is Jacqueline. I currently live in Oregon, but I grew up in Texas. Um, I went to college in Oklahoma at the university of Oklahoma, um, and then <laughs> I always like to say the tiger King was running for governor. And so we were like, Hey, we should move somewhere else. Um, <laughs> so a couple of years ago, my husband and I packed up everything, um, and moved to Oregon. Uh, I had actually only ever been to Oregon one time for about two days. Um, and I had never been to the city that we live in. Um, and my husband had only ever been for his interview. So it was a really big leap of faith. Um, I didn't have a job set up and I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do. Um, but yeah, so now we're about two years later and it was uh, honestly one of the best decisions of my life. And now I work completely for myself, which is something that I've wanted to do for a while now. Um, and I teach people how to practice self-care in a way that's going to actually help and not just um, be bogus and like help on the surface level for the 20 minutes that your feet are getting rubbed. And then you go home and you're like, why am I still sad? So that's <laughs> kind of my whole mission in this world. <laughs> to I love it. <laughs> so with your journey, I feel like there's obviously like I moved from Ohio to Texas. I don't know if you knew that, but like that was like a whole pivotal moment in my life that like changed everything, like made me realize who my true friends were, who like all the craziness that comes with moving, not just in a different area or different like community, but literally like a whole like five, six states away. So I could only imagine moving like completely to a whole different side of the universe. Yeah, (laughs) it was was pretty crazy. Honestly, one of the craziest parts was um, like the time difference has been Mm. so weird because I've always been in central time and everyone in central time feels like they're the standard. Um, you can always find out when something's happening central time. And then all of a sudden I'm like thrown into West coast time. Nothing happens on West coast time. Um, we're behind almost the entire world except like Hawaii. Um, so yeah, that was like, it was like, oh my gosh, it's 10 PM and all my family back home is asleep or I'm getting phone calls from my grandma at 3 AM because she's up and ready to go. Um, 
So yeah, that was like one of the biggest, like, just like instant culture shocks was like, whoa, oh my gosh. Time. Yeah. The time difference definitely would get you. I mean, even traveling time difference gets you. So with part of your journey, like what are, what are we going to talk about today? Yeah. Well, so uh, another thing with like moving across the country, um, it was a decision that I really struggled with because there were like two parts of me. Right. So like one part of me, we were like all in. And I remember saying to Bryson on multiple occasions, that's my husband. If like, I almost wish I just didn't have any friends or any family, because if I didn't have anyone tying me like to these places, I would just go wherever I wanted. And a Mm -hmm. lot of my, um, like struggle came from like having to leave those people and having to make a decision that only benefited me. Um, and it benefited Bryson too, obviously, but like, there wasn't a reason that we went, it wasn't like Bryson lost a job or I lost a job and we had to move. It was like, we decided that we wanted to move somewhere and then we took the steps to make it happen. And I think it was this really like pivotal, like point in my journey of figuring out what makes me happy based on who I am and not based on like what other people want for me. Um, and I always, it kind of makes me think of, so my birthday is right at the beginning of the year, it's January 5th. And so it's always been really easy for me to like choose January for like the new start to whatever, because it's the new start to a year for me. Um, so I see my life in these like chapters, um, that line up with my age really easily. And Oregon is like another one of those, but it starts in the summer. Um, but yeah, it really is like, once I got to Oregon, it was almost like God, the universe, like sent me so many other opportunities to be like, great, you made that decision for yourself. Now you need to make another one. And now you need to make another one. And over the past two years, I feel like I've been like pulling back all of these layers of doing things almost of like finding the reason why I do what I do and then choosing to do the things that I want, not just the Mm -hmm. things that are expected of me. Um, so like when I was in college, I pursued a degree in music education and I love music. Like it, I could nerd out talking about music all day. Um, And I loved getting my degree the whole time, but I knew from the second I enrolled that I did not want to be a music teacher. Um, And I like still feel bad talking about it because I'm like, oh, what if a student hears this and they feel like they like I didn't love my job while I was there and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) But like, that's not the case. Um, But I remember like I enrolled for classes And then I left the building and I was sitting on a bench with my mom and I cried because I was like, mom, I don't know what I want to do because I felt like um, choosing what you were going to do meant like choosing what your life would be like. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know, like, I didn't, I didn't want that to be my whole life. It sounded so like constricting um, just to do the same thing for like 50 years and then die. Um, Right. She was like, well, like start with this and you can always change and you can always like 
switch your path. But if you're good at it, then like, see how it goes. And, um, the next four years were comprised of me being really good at it and knowing that it wasn't the right thing for me. And that was like the hardest thing to wrap my head around. And it's hard to talk to people about that because your friends are like, oh, your life is so sad. You're like flying through your classes with ease. And I was like, I know, like, I know it sounds so bad, but it was such a struggle to like love the music, be good at all of my classes and still know that it wasn't the right thing for me. And I wish I could say I had the balls to be like, and then I switched my path, but I didn't. I graduated with my degree and then I got a job in it. Um, and I taught high school choir for two years and I honestly had like, there are some really good memories there, but I just knew like, it was, it was like the, the structure of it that I didn't, that didn't sit right, like in my soul. So like the, you have to be there at 7am, you have to be in your classroom all day long. If you have to run an errand, you can't run an errand. If we have an extra thing in the evening, like there's no extra like compensation for that, all of the little things. So it was never the people like my co-teacher is still one of my best friends, my students, incredible humans, so talented. Like if you're ever going to teach, teach the choir kids. Cause they're just so cool and weird and talented. Um, but I just knew it wasn't the right thing for me. And it really like weighed really heavily on me because I didn't know what the right thing was. Um, so then I just slammed myself into like a million different other things. Um, trying to just figure out, like, I think really I was trying to figure out what was going to like fulfill me as a person. And, um, people tell teachers in teacher school all the time, like, you won't make a lot of money, but you'll be fulfilled. And I was like, I am not making a lot of money and I am also not feeling fulfilled. So <laughs> this is not for me. Um, and I started a little side hustle and kind of ran into, um, the like entrepreneurial world of people online. And that was like the first time that I felt like there were other people who were thinking like me, um, and who just had these like different values for what it meant to be fulfilled in your life. And I also, like, I would see people making money doing what I thought were the strangest things. People would be like, I am a mattress expert and I make, you know, eight figures a year, just talking on my podcast about mattresses. And I would be like, what? <laughs> what? Cause I just had this mindset of like, you have to work hard to like get the money that you need to like provide for your family. And anything beyond that is like too much. And you're just being, you're just being too much. Um, and so, yeah, it just like opened my whole mindset to like, okay, what if I can make money doing whatever I want? Um, and that was the first time that I started asking myself, like, what would I do? What would my life look like if I could do whatever I want? And it made me like, guess what my values were and like, think about what are the things that are important to me? Um, and it was a relief because it wasn't like the things that were most important to me never ended up being like having a bunch of money and, you know, having really fancy things. It was always like, I just want to feel 
not overwhelmed. I want to feel like I'm helping people and I want to have enough money that I get to like deeply enjoy my life with my family. Um, and so one of the like first big decisions was moving across the country. We were like, we need to do something so that we can enjoy our life the way that we feel called to. Um, so when we moved, I did not have a job lined up. I was unwilling to get another teaching job, which was scary because it meant like not getting my certification updated. Um, and it all, it all worked out. Um, and we could go into so much detail there, but really, um, that was the first big step that was like, Jacqueline is making a decision based on what her values are. Um, and then I started just growing my business and morphing it to fulfill that prompt instead of filling the prompt of like, what, what are you good at? Like that was no longer the prompt or like the prompt of what is going to make sense to people back home. Um, and I did, I got a job here that fulfilled the prompt of what makes sense for people back home. And still that job didn't work out because it didn't fulfill the prompt of what aligns with my values. Um, so yeah. And I, this whole year has been filled with like having to make bigger and bigger decisions that align my life more with my values and less with like the values perceived by other people. Um, it's almost like we can create this like version of ourselves that other people really love. And, um, sometimes that's exhausting <laughs> because you're right. not fully that person. You have right. so many dimensions. So. Or you feel like you're always on. Yes. Like you have to show this whole side of you at all times. Yes. Like I, it was funny. I was in Destin with a group for a mastermind and I literally was sitting there and I was just taking it all in and I was dead silent, like dead silent, taking it all in. And literally like four people came up to me and they were like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just taking it all in. They're like, but we've never seen you like quiet before, like just quiet. And I'm like, I'm just taking it all in. Like, I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm not mad at anyone. I'm not sad. I'm, I'm just soaking it in, which is not like when I'm with people for one day, like they see me as like this outgoing, cute, like big bubbly personality, which that is authentically me. But I think when I get into this space of like gratitude, mm -hmm. I just like to sit back and just like reap what I sowed. Basically. Yes. And I feel like we love putting ourselves like into categories and into boxes. And I think those things are good. Like, I think it's always helpful. It's like the thing that says, like, if the label helps you use the label, if the label is no longer like getting you what you need, stop using it. So like, I think of like the Enneagram or like Myers-Briggs or, um, like all of these things that we do to try to understand ourselves better. Mm -hmm. Those things have helped me understand myself, but if you're not careful, I feel like they can, um, make you feel like if you're not being that, then you're acting out of like 
not your authentic self. Cause I'm the exact same way. We're like, um, I almost have like extroverted Jacqueline who is like really bubbly. And it's like the, I always call it the performer side of myself. (laughs) And I love that. And that's who people see a lot of the time when I'm like on a Facebook live or on TikTok or whatever, because that is like, that is a huge part of my personality. And it's a part that people easily connect with. It feels warm. It feels open. But then another huge part of my personality is needing an extensive amount of alone time, um, like a lot. (laughs) And I think like whenever you show people that side too, it gives them permission to be the same way. And um, that's honestly so much of like my self-care business is like, okay, figure out step one for everyone is figure out who you are. You don't have to know why you're that way. People love to try to figure out why they are that way. It doesn't matter. Try to figure out, you know, well, I think it's because in the third grade, like I didn't do this one. It's like, it's okay. It's okay. Figure out who you are. Then figure out what you need based on who you are, not based on who you wish you were, not based on who you were a year ago, but based on Mm -hmm. who you are right now. And then step three, figure out how you give yourself that. And like, that's it. And that's like my whole mission. (laughs) It's like, just figure out who you are, what you need and how to give yourself that. And if you can do that, then you get to show up however you need to show up. And your priorities get to shift whenever you need them to, um, cause we don't have to just exist the same way all the time. Yeah. Right. And I think that then becomes like almost a gray area. If you are just constantly like bouncing from different things where you're, you're not necessarily then like making, you're trying to make everyone else happy instead of yourself. And yeah. how are you? I mean, and it's like one of those cheesy quotes of like, well, you can't love someone until you love yourself. And then I'm like, truly sitting here like, well, that makes sense. If I don't like me, then how in the world is anyone else going to like me? Yeah. And it's like really deceiving because making other people happy feels really good Mm -hmm. until you're not with other people or until you need to make a decision that doesn't make other people happy. So I think for a lot of people, especially women, it, you can front for a long time, just existing in the making other people happy category before you actually have to figure out who you are and what you need, because eventually you're going to have to make a decision that somebody else Mm -hmm. doesn't like. Um, My mom always says people don't like when you make decisions that are different from their decisions. So if you start a business, you like you want other people to start a business or if you move to Oregon, you want other people to move to Oregon. And when they tell you, I don't want that, you're like, (gasps) how dare you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I love that. That's such a like clear way of seeing that, I think. Mm-hmm. It's completely good. So anyone that wants to learn more, I mean, cause Jacqueline's a big deal on TikTok right now <laughs> and she's just going to become an even bigger deal. Oh um, so, but <laughs> other than TikTok, where can people get a lot of your like self-care tips and um, all of that goodness? 
Yeah. The very best place I try to put everything on my website. Um, so my website, and it's a little messed up right now. So you have to type in www. I know it's like taking you back to like 2002. Type in www.becketc. So B-E-C-K-E-T-C.com. Type in the www. Um, you'll find all sorts of things on there. I have lots of like free resources, um, 40 unusual self-care ideas. Like that's the one that people are like, I need that. Um, cause it's all of these ways that you can care for yourself that are like free, mostly easy. You can do them right now, like where you're sitting. Um, so that one's super helpful. And then that will take you to all of my other things. My Instagram is a great place. If you want to like send me a picture of your dog so I can like cheer you on, um, or TikTok is great. And those are all Jacqueline Beck, et cetera. So those are the best. Love it. And I think it's also just catchy that they're like unusual ways to have (laughs) self-care like it doesn't have to be like the normal or it doesn't have to like you can do these in like any place to be able to then like I kind of want a roulette like thing and just like spin the wheel and what should we do today Oh yeah. And like, I love to say like self-care for regular people. So like, you don't have to have a beautiful home. You don't have to look nice. Your hair can be greasy and you can still like actually feel better today, like in this moment. And it's like very flexible, right? So some days like laying on the couch all day, totally self-care. Some days getting your booty off the couch, totally self-care. Yeah. So it's just right. Figuring out what you need based on who you are. So Right. And that moment of what you need. Yeah. 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 I love it so much. Well, thank you so much for coming on and talking to my lovely listeners about all of your life, how you got there. And well, a very small bit of how you got there, but important part of who you turned into. And I'm so happy that you're in my life so well emotion sides come out I know weeping we have to go because we're crying (laughs) that's funny but yeah and then thank you so much to my listeners for sticking around my lovely writer dies if you're still out there if not I'll just listen to myself again and talk all the time so enjoy the rest of your day and so excited for next week's episode.